All right, it's midnight oh four. It's Saturday the fourteenth. We survived Friday the thirteenth. Yeah, because I slept most of the time. That worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. My circadian rhythm is really fucked up. It's probably from drinking a bunch of kava. Uh, speaking of which, shall we? We shall. Drag me to show. <laughs> All right, biggity boola, biggity boola. boola. You go, you do it. Boola. Boola. You go first. I don't want. <laughs> boola la. Ah, boo. No one's farting here. Not yet. Uh, it's not farting. It's cracking your butt knuckle. We've talked about this before. Jason Voorhees. Yeah, how was your Friday the 13th? You know what? It was awesome. I um, got up at around, what, 8? And meditated to a clubhouse meditation. Read some daily readings. Mm -hmm. um, got ready for a hike with a buddy. And he's awesome. And he chose a hike. He chose Enchanted Forest and Apex Trail. I'm like, that would be some shade, you know, in the woods. Um, but I found a hike that's more of a peak, Lichen Peak. And it happened to be on North Table Mountain. And um, so we went there. And it turns out the lift driver I had in the evening to go run an errand, it's his favorite spot. This guy, Travis, and um, he's like, my girl and I went on our first date there. Aww. Yeah. How romantic. It was really cool to, to know that. And he was also telling me, I usually stay in on Friday the 13th, but I wanted to get out and drive around a little bit. And we had a wonderful conversation. And um, we connected on Indianapolis. I'm from there, his girl's from there. He's been there a couple times this summer. I've been there a couple times this summer. He, he did say one thing that I'm starting to agree with now is that Indianapolis is similar to Denver. Really? Yeah. Huh, okay, how so? I've never been there, so I wouldn't know. I would say like the different races get along better. Hmm. Okay. Not the police, but... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that goes without saying. Come on now. Yeah. And um, it's got a pretty cool downtown. Um, and then he mentioned, I spend a lot of my time in Fishers. I'm like, no shit, my brother's from Fishers. And um, um, so I ran, I ran the errand. And um, the hiking part, I love meditating on a mountain peak. And, um, and just looking at the mountains and the city and drinking a shake up there mm -hmm. and it recharged my batteries. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even when you go, like going camping is apparently vital to, you know, your internal like biological clock. Yeah. Cause it just, it, re it resets it, which we, we should really do. Um, we should go camping before the summer's over. We should not talk about it. We should be about it. But yeah, I'm, I'm due because I just keep, you know, my, my schedule's totally fucked up, mainly from going to Cabo Bars until like fucking 3 a.m. or on the weekends when Karma's open 24 hours and I knew that was going to be dangerous. But yeah, I just keep sleeping at odd fucking hours and missing, missing life. I'm just on a vampire schedule, so a camping trip is in order for sure. But yeah, it's just been, 
super mellow today for me at least. You you mentioned that earlier. Mellow. Mellow's what I've been. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, other than the Kratom that I did a little bit ago, like I've you know, it's just been kind of yeah, just chilled out. But sometimes when it's too chilled out, it makes me more anxious. Being an East Coast city girl, I'm just like, if it's too slow and calm down, like, I, I need something to do right now. I get, like, <laughs> manic that way. But, yeah, I don't know. It's super mellow. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I've been mellow, too, today. It's been good. I also went to an Indian restaurant called, um, hmm. Tika Grill. Tika Grill off of Broadway in Louisiana? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had some of your leftovers. That shit was dank. Yeah, what you didn't have was an appetizer called Shata or Chaka. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Shaka like, Khan? <laughs> it's like an Indian street food, and it's fried something with noodle, like dried noodles on top. And Rice noodles? It's. It looks like that. Mm. Yeah, it looks like chow mein kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. But they're like, oh... Everyone loves it in India. They they sell them on the street corners. And um, my friend Liza from Florida loves to read menus and often critiques me for ordering the wrong thing at a restaurant. Ugh. So on our way there, I, <laughs> I no, te- no shade, but uh. <laughs> well, this time I I knew what to do. I texted her the menu before we got there and said any recommendations. And she gave me plenty of recommendations. We got two of the appetizers that. Pecora and chaka or chata or whatever that was, and um, a masala. Mm. And, yeah, you had some of the masala. Yeah, yeah. Me and a uh, friend Justin from Karma, we went to an Indian spot the other day, and it was just—it was so good. Like even the the cracker, it looked like a very thin taco shell, um, but Those it was like crackers. Awesome. And they had the uh, more like watery, oily type of sauce that it came with. And I'm yeah. just like, this is how it's done. This is like, this. it's all about the spices over there. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so it's just been like an Indian food kind of week for me. I haven't blown up a toilet yet. <laughs> yet. Yet. <laughs> so it must have been good. I don't know. <clears throat> well, you are in the most female shitted in toilet in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You gotta get a bidet. We just got a bidet installed at our uh, apartment. That would be awesome. And they say money can't buy happiness. <laughs> and you look at a bidet in a squatty potty, you're like, that's bullshit. This is definitely some happiness that money bought. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> I wish there was a bidet at Ryan's place. Yeah, what's going on there? Uh, so yeah, one of my best friends, Ryan, he's the director of Karma House, and he operates uh, Prodigy Games in Florida. Um, he goes to Florida like once, like every fucking day, it seems, <laughs> but, uh, he needed help watching his cats and I'm taking care of them. And it's just been just a nice staycation. It's, it's been a really nice break from, you know, being in Lakewood, which I love Lakewood and everything, but being downtown is a nice little vibe and it's just, yeah, it's been great. Just the cats are there. get some cat therapy and taking care of my friend's stuff. And it's, yeah, it's just been nice. And I'm just a few blocks away. You're like two minutes away. Yeah. It's great. It, it, yeah. I had a feeling that we weren't going to see each other, honestly, because I was like, oh, you're right down the street. I'll get over there. And then you just never get there. That's just how it always happens when you're so close to someone, like in the vicinity. It's just like, yeah, I'll get there tomorrow. I'm right there. And then it just never happens. And before you know it, the time's over. So I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah. I finally woke up. It came close, but it yeah. happened. And I'm grateful for that. Yeah. yeah. Another thing I'm grateful for is I have my own personal laundry room. 
I don't have to go downstairs and put quarters in the machine and Ugh, fight for the one that's working and not the one that's not working and fight with all the people doing laundry. Yeah, and then pulling people's cum socks out of the washer that they <laughs> forgot. It's still crispy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Strangers come. Stranger danger. So let's talk about scary stories. Yeah, because it is Friday the 13th. I mean, technically it is for me still. I still got that yesterday's energy because I don't even know what day it is for me anymore but enough about that what yeah so what scared you as a kid what stuff that really scared you clowns as a kid? oh really yeah you were one of those gotcha um what else as a kid well that's weird because I remember being a kid thinking was someone was calling my name which I didn't think about that until much later when it started happening as an adult, mm -hmm. when um, what was scared me as an adult, when I was, it was in the 90s, I was in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and someone had given me a little bit of acid mm -hmm. at a rave at some warehouse party, and I'm sitting there, and it's starting to happen, starting to start, and these two girls go, we're all creatures of the night. And then I got this flashback of like from dusk till dawn, mm. thinking everyone there is a vampire and they're going to kill me. And then I, I heard the speakers talk to me like, Spun, that's what was my nickname. Uh -huh. Come closer to the speakers. And I'm like, I just left. And Weird. then I heard rave music from every car that was passing by. Mm -hmm. And that's not, that didn't really happen. But, right, right. You know. So I wound up at an apartment and um, there were two gay guys coming out of their Jeep and they wouldn't let me in their apartment, but they called the police. And I remember talking to the walls and the walls like talking back. Weird. And so that's what used to scare me as an adult um, was like hearing voices from the other dimension. Um, that doesn't happen as much anymore and I've learned to ignore it. But uh, then, Later on, what scared me as an adult was feeling flashbacks, mm -hmm. and it gave me more anxiety. I would feed upon the anxiety. Yeah, because you're trying to make sense of it. You're trying to figure out where it's coming from. Yeah, and, how to uh, fix it real yeah. quick. And then I've learned to sit and be calm <coughs> and just sit with it and meditate with this and be mindful, and, mm -hmm. and it goes away um, eventually. Uh, sometimes not as quick as I would like, but... Um, so they were like phantom calls, like trying to get your attention via your name? Yeah. Uh, you know what they usually say <clears throat> about stuff like that, or at least a hypothesis that I have about that? It's uh, And I try to make jokes of it, it kind of calms me down, because I always sometimes like, Brittany, and it's like, what? And nobody's there. <clears throat> but I always tell myself like, oh, I'm in a coma right now. And they're trying to wake me up by saying, Brittany, wake up. <laughs> and I'm just not fucking waking up yet. <laughs> But <clears throat> that's that's one way of dealing with that because that does happen to me too. Not it actually happened in Karma the other day. I heard my name and I was like, "Did somebody say B?" They're like, "No," because it was just like me and like a couple like three other people there, like at the other end of the bar when I was walking in. And I was just like, "Wait, did somebody?" And then I said that and people laughed, but I'm like, maybe that's true though. <laughs> it's like, do I want to wake up from this coma? I'm kind of having fun, and other days I'm like, just get me the fuck out of here. But. <laughs> That's, you know, that's one way to, you know, kind of trick your brain into thinking that it's, even if you do hear it, it's okay. I don't know. So little, little mental episodes used to scare me and it doesn't as much anymore. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. I just write it out. Like what happened to Cheese I told you about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had yeah. a huge flashback for a whole second set. Yeah. 
And I'm just like, well, I'm just gonna ride it out. I'm in a safe place. I'm mm -hmm. with people that love me. Yeah, yeah. You just had a that's that's willpower. Well, trying to ground yourself and you know your yeah. own way. Yeah. So what else? Uh, scares you or used to scare you as a kid? Yeah, so as a kid, honestly, like we would watch uh, like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. That was definitely my favorite. And the way that I would kind of calm myself down when I got scared of movies like that is I would think about what they're doing behind the scenes and how like special effects is done and like, you know, there's a camera crew and this and that. Yeah. Like, oh, it's all fake. And that's what really got me into film production, like, you know, in the AV club and stuff. It kind of guided me that way. But that was kind of my defense mechanism of dealing with scary stuff like scare tactics and st stuff like that. I'm just like, yeah, but how did the film crew do that? You know, and it would kind of break me out of it. But then it kind of ruined movies for me because it's all I think about and that's what I revert back to but yeah definitely um seeing spirits and stuff was always kind of a spooky thing which is weird because once I turned 12 I was really into the occult hence why I got a Ouija board <laughs> at 30 <laughs> but um but the, yeah so we were trying to we were trying to figure out like certain things that scared you as a kid what happened Oh, yeah, yeah. Certain things... Oh, yeah, my fucking haunted house. Sorry, I'm reading the notes and I'm getting all over the place. Um, but certain things that scared you as a kid, what would have scared you as an adult at that same caliber, but not the same thing? But one thing that really did scare me, but also interested me, is when I lived on uh, the Marion, uh, Marion Street with Davy and Light. Uh -huh. um, we lived in this house that had definitely... An, there's police records of it, too. There was like an Amityville horror-style... Um, uh, history in that house like the dad went crazy killed the kids there's a police report and everything I'll have to pull it up for you um, but one time I was sitting on the on the balcony um, on the second floor um, and it was an enclosed um, cement floored um, balcony and I was sitting on the couch with my back facing um, the door and I was sitting there coloring a coloring book and me and my ex-boyfriend who had left that day um, to go pick up our friend Timmy um, he was your current at the time. Current at the time, yeah. I mean, we were back and forth, which, I mean, that's, bad relationships are just as scary as ghosts as a kid. Come on now. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we had gotten into a fight. He left, um, and it was just me and Mary Beth. Do you remember Mary Beth? Scary. No. We call her Scary Beth. <laughs> she was creepy, but she, um, she was asleep in the next room, and it was just me and her, and she was asleep for like four hours. And I hear Vic walk in. And I hear like the gravel underneath his shoes, like walking out onto the balcony and he takes a couple steps and I'm so pissed off at him still that I didn't even turn around and he turns around, walks away. And then I don't hear anything in the fucking house the next 15 minutes. And I'm like, wait, is anybody here? So I look around the house and I'm just like, you know, did anybody, could I knock on Mary Beth's door? And I was like, Hey, have you, have you walked into the balcony to check on me or something? She goes, what? Rubs her eyes. What? What? I, I'm, I'm asleep. And I was like, uh, Okay, that was that was the ghost of like the dad or something because oh, I heard wow. a doo, 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 like walking out. Nobody was in the house. I just heard the steps go back into the room and then nothing else. I didn't think anything of it because I was so pissed. And Mary Beth was like, "That was the dad checking on you." Like we've all had experiences in this house, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" And that's when I realized like ghosts are real. It was right by Cheeseman Park too, uh, where all that spooky. Yeah, it's like right down the street from Cheeseman, so I know there's some energies there with the whole Indian burial ground thing and. There's all kinds of spooky shit, but yeah. But what, what do you do when there's spooky stuff in the house? Like um, with your friend Caleb. Oh, so we uh we smudged his house um uh, while playing the Ghostbusters theme. But um uh, one thing that those things don't like is light. 
like darkness and dark evil energies and stuff they don't like light so you push them out with the light uh. with the happiness and you know they just they it blocks them out so that's one way to do it smudging and playing the ghostbusters theme apparently <laughs> just having a great time and partying yeah but that's you know that's like um yeah i don't know what i don't, I don't know what scares me is doing a podcast when I have nothing to talk about. <laughs> That's sometimes the best podcast. Yeah, this is true. It's authentic that way. So along the lines of we were talking about paranormal activity during a couple happy healthy hours ago. And then the next day, I remember my friend telling me, oh, I have to save this whole salad for one person, my roommate, because I used his kale. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And I was having anxiety attacks, so yeah. I went straight to bed to meditate. Mm -hmm. And they were nice enough to clean up and put everything in the dishwasher. And I woke you know, I woke up and I got a call from her and she said, What happened to the salad? It was gone. I I looked for it all over the condo building. And the huge salad bowl with the tongs and a lid just gone. A big plate big red plate she's like I'm like well honestly I I don't know I think someone said I on a live video I could have sworn I saw Phil carry the salad to his place mm -hmm. and I thought well I was in different dimensions at the time maybe it went to a different dimension weird I don't know so then like the week later we were going I think Rose my friend was going down the stairs and she saw the salad bowl in all its glory, old, smelled like a dead animal, on the third floor. I live on the second floor. Mm -hmm. It was on the third floor stairwell. What the fuck? Well, it now has, it's not paranormal now because it has an explanation. <laughs> it turns out I asked my other friend, Jay Rad, um, you know, did he know anything about it? Yeah, I put the salad right by your door. Oh. So it turns out... He put it on the third floor, 300, rather than 200, and sat it there for the same girl that I accidentally, like, in a confused stupor, tried to get into her condo with a key um, last May. Not last May, two Mays ago. Mm -hmm. So she woke up to a drive-by salading. <laughs> Like, what the fuck is this? You don't win friends with Sally. You don't win friends with Sally. Definitely have not Sally. won her over as a friend. Like, mm -hmm. Now she's got an interesting story about a salad, but she has no idea where it came from. He's or... like, I just tossed the salad bowl over there. <laughs> so here I was, a scapegoat. I got to learn not to do that. Yeah. Like, you know. Oh, it was me. It was probably me. It wasn't me. I remember carrying equipment for sound but definitely not the salad bowl mm -hmm. um so what kind of times are we in now what kind of times you know we've, i mean it, we went from scary moments and haunted stories to what's happening now like current current day like yeah. the, these times and the past like this this mini era of bullshit that is our timeline that we live in um, I I know a couple people the other night at the bar were talking about how um, they said something like the new moon is in Leo, all things aside from that, like things are like not 
calm because it, we still have some chaotic energy coursing through our veins and our beings, but things aren't, uh, nothing too crazy has happened yet. And I think, uh, I think the moon and the, the energy fields and everything are just plotting right now for the next big fucking, uh, fucking debacle to happen again. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, maybe that's like, maybe we're appreciating that right now by how mellow we are because we're, you know, I don't know. Maybe the universe is trying to help us collect a little bit of momentum before we get pushed into the next bullshit that we're about to enter. I don't know. I feel a war coming on, to be honest. COVID-wise. Oh, God. Shivers. I, I saw you shiver. Yeah, yeah. I keep nodding my head when you talk as if people know that I'm nodding <laughs> my head, but really I just sound quiet. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, you uh, say, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> that would be annoying. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, some, some shit might happen, and we just got to be ready for it. Expect the unexpected, you know? Well, speaking of shit happening, I um, am worried about my parents. One, my dad called me early in the week and said, would you be up for coming down in to Florida in November to hang out with me and just watch over me in case I fall or anything like that, make a call or something, <laughs> while your mom goes to Memphis to basically her... Her adoptive grandkid, a girl, mm-hmm. granddaughter, um, she's known this girl since she was really little. Mm-hmm. She's getting married in Memphis, and, and she really wants to go. My mom really wants to go to the um, wedding. Yeah. Um, and Dad was going to fly her out there, and then I'd hang out with Dad, get Dad time. It'd be awesome. Yeah. So then a couple of days later, he said, I checked the flights. Oh my God, it's so expensive. It's more, way more expensive and, and costs way more points to, to fly back from Memphis than fly there. Yeah. So, screw it. We're just going to drive. I'm going to drive your mom up there. And my dad's, what, 75 years old? Just permanently on couch tour. Yeah, permanently couch tour, Fox <laughs> News in it. He's, yeah. Ugh. Or, or watching sports. And he's on the couch most of the time. And if he gets up, he gets dizzy. And mm. he's thinking, yeah, I'm going to drive to Memphis. <laughs> That's that's Fox News for you. That's scary. That's <laughs> scrambling your brain into thinking you have good ideas when you yeah. Are that's, you sorry? that scares me. That that definitely yeah. scares me. But there's not not much I can do about it. So I guess I'll just allow it to happen. And yeah, um, I mean he does have his own agency, you know, his own free will, and I mean that's yeah. his choice. You can't really you know force him to stay unless you go unless you go there and then drive with him to make sure he's okay. But yeah. He's a grown ass man that's you know making that choice, and it's like hey, sera, sera, like dad, you, I feel like you're gonna be okay, you know. Yeah. I just can't, you know. And they're permanently moving to Florida, mm-hmm. which has its own issues. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. I I don't really hear too many good stories coming out of Florida, to be honest. <laughs> well, which which makes me think, um, what kind of when we turn old, what do we think we're gonna be like? Yeah, because we, we judge... If we turn old. When we're younger, we judge our parents or people that are older that we are, you know, quote-unquote, supposed to look up to or whatever, just our superiors, if you will. Um, you know, when they when my parents turned 35 and they did certain things, I'm like, why would you do that? And then I get to that age and I'm like, oh, I see how that happens. So we judge, you know, our parent. you know, we, we're like, why would your dad, like, at 75, think that's okay? But it's like, but what if we get to that age and then 
we've been around the block. We know that we can handle certain things. So it's like, what kind of old person do you think you're going to be? I think you're going to be the shit. <laughs> Quite honestly, you already are. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get to the point where when I get older, I want to be hiker trash. I want to hike a continental divide. I want to, you know, mm-hmm. wander around Colorado. 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 It's Colorado. Depends Co- on who you talk to. I don't yeah. know. I had a local tell me that it's Colorado. Really? Well, that was Greg. So does he know everything or not? I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I know it's definitely not pronounced Joyzy. It's Jersey. <laughs> so he, you know, who knows? Um, no, Corey said that when he went to Texas, he I think he went to college there or something. People would call it Colorado, and he's like, it's Colorado. So I don't know. Every teach his own, I guess. I yeah. don't know. But um, so I want to be like full of jokes mm-hmm. and uh, taking life lightly when I'm older. I want to be the type Not bitter of... at all. And right, right. If there's anything life's taught me, it's like, it's pretty much humorous, and a lot of things in life, although they're tragic, are funny. <laughs> so... This is true. I can just spend my old times laughing at the past and, and the, the present <laughs> future. should well, be good. What they always say in theater and, you know, all this and that regarding that world if you can't do tragedy you can't do comedy yeah so you know I want to be the type of old person that isn't the type of person I don't want to be is these damn kids and their music I want to appreciate whatever good you know musical abilities the younger generation has it's just it's just it is I hate to sound like the old person that I don't want to be but it is getting worse and worse (laughs) (laughs) it's like we don't have we don't have too much good rock and roll lately other than my Billy Strings my future ex-husband um, but yeah, I definitely want to be the person who like appreciates what the kids are doing and like sees the positives in them, you know, but I don't well, know. Well, Billy Strings is a kid. I know. He's young. I know. I keep forgetting I'm old. Am I older than him? I am. Like a couple of years. I don't know how old he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just... I always tell myself if I'm 80 years old and dying from like fucking Alzheimer's, just give me a bunch of heroin. Well, that's one of my fears of being old is that what if the flashbacks I'm getting currently that I can get myself out of uh-huh. become permanent when I'm older? Yeah, and I like mean, that's, that's a different medical stage of Alzheimer's. Like, yeah. I'm constantly in that ego death, non dualism, and I can't get out of it. Right, right. I'm just sitting there like, whoa. <laughs> Don't worry, the dose of DMT will be coming soon. <laughs> I don't know. It just makes you uh, kind of wake up now and be like, how can I, how can I better prepare for you know preventing that yeah. kind of thing to happen? You know, it's just cutting down on fluoride for one mm. in the water, which reminds us that we have to go get the water tomorrow. But yeah. Yeah, there's been things happening in the house. The air conditioner in the bedroom is was leaking, and I got so lucky. First, I got lucky enough to talk to my neighbor that told me a guy that totally fixed his air conditioning, and uh, the guy guided me through. Like, I really can't come and see you. I'm two weeks 
behind. I'm, I'm, I've got a two-week schedule booked out. And, um, but here's probably what it is after asking me some questions. It's the hose, the, the drains, and then unplug that and unscrew apart and then suck it out with something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's not my job. I can't do that. I, I'm going to fuck it up. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a professional. I made some calls and one of my mentors said, oh, I know just the guy. You know, he's in your lineage and give him a call and he installs them, but has never really fixed them. But I told him exactly what needed to be done. So he brought a little shop back and he brought, what do they call them? Abortion tools? Like a siphoning <laughs> tube? No, he brought a coat hanger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which he never used, but I have this in case. So if you do need an abortion, I can help you out with it. With a coat Thanks, fam. <laughs> no um, and yeah, he sucked it out with a shop back, and it was a little, little bit of dirt that came out, and it's been fine ever since. Fantastic. And then my water and ice dispenser went out, and these are all first world problems. For uh huh. Sure. Uh huh. But uh, I've been without that kind of water for it's filtered water. For almost two weeks, and I've been operating on bottled water, RO water, which is great, but I'm almost out. Oh, they sell it RO? In uh, Whole Foods. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we, me and Andrew get these from Natural Grocers, but we also have an RO, like, water filter. So it's like, how RO can we go? <laughs> like, <laughs> Would that reverse the reverse osmosis by doing it twice? I don't even know how science works. I grew up I in Jersey. I don't know. R O Jimmy Rome. Aww. <laughs> we should listen to the dead. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the Grateful Dead? They're pretty fucking good, man. They slap. Wait, isn't that Jay-Z? Jay-Z's dead? Jay-Z. <laughs> Wait, get out. Is that a real thing? It's a real thing. Stop it! Hats <laughs> off to that! Jamiroquai hat. Oh my god. We're gonna have to take a break and listen to that. Alright. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. It's shell time anyway. Yeesh. Let's text Ryan. I know you guys didn't wait around like we did, but <laughs> we had a little session, listened to Jay-Z's Dead by the Spin Junkies and Jay-Z. They should really call them Jay-Z's Almost Rad. Yes. Because it's like, Joe Russo's Almost Dead, J-Rad, Jay-Z. Yeah, we all know the pun. We get it. We get it, Brit. Shut up. <laughs> What are we doing now, Phil? We are shelling to our boring lives. Oh, yes. Let's do this. This is to our boring lives. Fuck yeah. We're just gearing up for the next round of chaos. <laughs> chaos, good or bad. Boring life, good or bad. What do you think? Oh, man. We got to have balance in life, you know? Sometimes when, <clears throat> when my life is way too chaotic and things are overwhelming, I'm like, man, I wish I could just have a couple days where nothing happens. And then two days into, you know, boredom and nothing happening, I'm like, I need chaos right now. Because even though it, like, stresses me out, wears tears on me and everything, I'm like, yeah, but I feel alive at the same time. And it's usually, like, a, a, like a hindsight kind of thing, too. Because, like, in the moment, things are too fucking crazy. But after they calm down, you're like, damn, I made it through. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, yeah I just... I mean, be careful what you wish for and everything. Exactly. But... What you manifest... I want to manifest the fun chaos, not the not the bad chaos. 
I want I want cool stories to tell later when I'm being shoved off to bed by my uh, hospice nurse. All right, Brittany, time to go to bed. Although one time I put my mug shot on a coffee mug. All right, Grandma, time to go to bed. <laughs> like, I want cool stories to tell when I'm older. Yeah. That's the kind of old person I want to be. I want, I want the younger version, uh, the younger kids, I mean, uh, to live vicariously through old old Grandma Brittany. Grandma with no kids. <laughs> I'm still going to be Grandma Brittany, but. <clears throat> no children. <clears throat> My friend was talking about Ram Das and how. Mm-hmm. Um, <coughs> Goddamn. How he, um, one of his most humbling experiences was being old and asking someone to wipe his ass. Oh. Yeah. So um, I have experienced wiping old people's asses. I never told you I was a mm-hmm. CNA. I did not know that, Phil. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit! I didn't know that. <laughs> I don't know how long, but uh, a lot of it was out of county, but um, oh, okay. yeah, I got <coughs> lots of patients, like 14 people to take care of in one shift. It was, mm-hmm. it was pretty rough, but I have wiped all people's asses. Oh, here's a story. Yes. So the nurse asked me to give an enema to an old lady, mm-hmm. and she was watching me as I was doing this, and... I'm putting the enema in, squeezing it, you know. All of a sudden, the nurse goes, you're putting it in the wrong hole. She had a saggy, gaping <laughs> vagina. Oh, my. And I was putting the enema in there. <gasps> Dear Phil, wrong hole. Sincerely, everyone at this hospital. <laughs> found out what a... She needs to come with instructions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There might be two holes close to each other and go for the lower one. Oh, dear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and no. the other thing is I found out what a colostomy bag was in oh. in that job. Yeah, yeah. That's... That's... I mean, when we're talking about things that scare us, that's one of the things that might scare me is if one day I have to get one of those. <laughs> Jesus. Do you have to get one of those for... Diverticulitis. I'm not sure. My mom, my mom had that, um, yeah. and she was like, "You need to quit smoking cigarettes because that's what led to this with me as an older person." Uh, and she's like, "I don't know. I remember her having a bag. I wasn't sure if that. Yeah, it goes through your stomach, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 And then you have to carry it around and shit. Oh. So yeah, old people problems like that. I I really want to fucking avoid. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't need anybody putting an enema in the wrong hole. So, I have had a pretty boring life the, the last week. Yeah. And uh, it's been good, um, but I borderline, like, thought I was in depression, but I think it was just natural sadness. But, uh-huh, yeah. Um, but I go slow nowadays, and um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's fine. I think... <laughs> I... I could invent chaos. We I used to call uh-huh. them drama queens. Mm-hmm. That they were only feeling alive when they had surrounded themselves in chaos, or they're creating chaos. And I used to really like feed on drama or invent drama or come up with reasons why people don't like me or whatever. And now it's just like, hey, everything's good and that's okay. Like or everything's just kind of boring 
and that's all right. Do you think it has anything to do with that old saying, like, idle hands or the devil's play things? Yeah. Like, if things are just boring, it's like, I just need something to happen because the anxiety sets in. It's like, I just need a reason to justify why I feel so anxious right now, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that's just a hypothesis, I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. We just all need to learn how to chill. Meditation is working out, you know, for you. I wish I knew how to do that. I just, <laughs> I would, one time back in the day when I did um, uh, oh, that mysterious white powder we were talking about that one time. <laughs> we used to do that, and I tried to learn how to meditate. And I flower, flower. There we go. Yeah. yeah, booger sugar. And I was like trying to learn how to meditate on it, and I couldn't. And then I gave up. And I'm like, well, duh, Brittany, you were yapped out of your mind. Of course, you couldn't fucking meditate. <laughs> but yeah, we don't we don't do that no more. Nope. Yeah. No. 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 Not today, at least. Just just for the day. Yeah. Um, so, what's going on with your mental health? I talked about mine a little bit. My mental health, I've noticed, I mean, especially this morning up until the cleaning ladies came, and I was like, oh, other people in my world. <laughs> um, life has been pretty sweet. Yeah. Like, I, I've been definitely mindful of, like, all of the good things that I have available. I don't know if it's because great things are popping up, or if I'm just changing my mindset. Maybe it'll revert back next time some crazy shit happens, but, uh... But life has been pretty great, especially like having the beautiful friends like you and Ryan and, you know, and, you know, other mentionables um, in my life like Caleb and, you know, just like people just like really like just helping me just like enjoy life. Like it really it takes a village to, you know, spruce up the mental health a lot. And, you know, I'm, I'm just I'm very I'm feeling very blessed lately because I'm helping while they're helping. And it's all like a symbiotic great you know relationship with me and all my friends. So. Yeah, I'm very happy for my community. Um, I am too for my community, and um, I've got a lot of great friends, a lot of them girls, mm -hmm. and that's weird for me, but it's I'm getting used to it now. Mm -hmm. Soul after sisters. Several years, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, um, definitely soul sisters, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I get calls from friends from across the country and stay in touch with them and we're grateful for each other and yeah it keeps you alive yeah it keeps that pulse going it's pretty great and then yeah. there's times when there's no one and I just start reaching out to a bunch of people and mm -hmm. I can get a hold of someone yeah eventually. yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm trying to learn to be okay with being alone more mm -hmm. and um, but I feel like it's important to be in touch and connected with people yeah, yeah, that's why I'm not really looking too much for, like, a codependent relationship or anything. I'm just yeah. having fun with, you know, I, it, it, what they say in BoJack is, uh, you know, you just lower your expectations and then you'll never be disappointed. And that's kind of, like, a negative, like, way of looking at, you know, <laughs> things. But it, I, I appreciate the sentiment because it's like, you know, oh, just don't expect anything. So when things come into your life, you accept it more. And, you know, it's 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 nice. So, you know, I'm... I'm just appreciating well, not all just the friendships. Accept, but appreciate. Appreciate. Excuse me, I misspoke. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah. I'm just enjoying. I'm a very casarasara. Like whatever happens, happens. I'm not, you know, other than the many goals that I have for my life and my future, and you know, all of these things. But I'm just accepting and appreciating like the things that actually do happen. You know, it's yeah, it's pretty great. But yeah, I think my mental health has been pretty good the past couple of days, at least. You know, getting out of you know, the apartment and, you know, just kind of like, you know, helping out Ryan with his cats while he's in Florida and, you know, just, uh, 
just just doing new things where it's not just sitting at home and then just vegging out at a kava bar because I have nothing else to do, which I don't know, I'm, I'm not opposed to go on again, but, you know, <laughs> just, just doing something different, even if it's the same level of, you know, like, not boring, but <clears throat> um, calm or just, you know, just nothing too spectacular, just like different things has just been great. I don't know, I'm rambling. My mental health is good. I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> well, you don't, you don't have to. Yeah. Are you gonna say Frank? Frank? <laughs> what, most guitar tech? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I love my Frank. I talk to him every day, it's great. It's great. I'm trying to get him to play with Billy or get Mo to play with Billy Strings. And then I told Mia, actually last night, I was like, Mo should open up for Billy Strings, and she thought that was really funny. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, time. I mean, <clears throat> Mo's amazing. I don't even know who would open up for who, because they're both great. Yeah. But, you know. Those older musicians have to pass the torch to the younger generation at some point. So, yeah, Billy Strings is definitely a good candidate for, you know, filling those shoes at this point. Fuck, who are we going to have after all of our favorite musicians pass on? <laughs> Blank I, face from me. <laughs> I better start learning how to play music. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. What are we going to do with our lives? We'll find new artists. Yeah. Well, just in general, not even music-wise. What the hell are we going to do in life? Are we going to try and take over the world tomorrow? <laughs> you know, it, when we were talking about the whole, like, you know, like, uh, things are very idle and, like, low-key, but, like, we feel like something bad's going to happen. Uh, back after Fish Dicks in 2016, um, we went to my friend's house in Aurora, and we're out back, like, drinking around the fire and stuff, and... We were noticing how fucking quiet it was. Even though it was like 5, 6 a.m., the sun was coming up, we were still like, it's noticeably quiet right now, right? And we were making these jokes about how, like, you know, when you when you have children around, like little ones, and all of a sudden it's really quiet, it's like, when that happens, it's like the kids are doing something and something bad's going to happen. Yeah. And right when we said that, within five minutes, we saw a drive-by. What? Yeah, we saw a drive-by shooting. Um, it was across the street. Into this apartment complex that, get this, remember the uh, movie theater shooter um, yeah. in Aurora? Yeah. He lived there. It was the same apartment complex. He, he had already died. Um, <clears throat> so a couple years later, this drive-by happened. And we were like, what the, did we fucking call that? Did we make that happen? And it's usually when things are very calm, it's the calm before the storm. Yeah. So yeah, we, I'm, I'm, I'm worried that maybe, not worried, but I'm like, I need to prepare just in case some shit like that goes down. <laughs> Did I tell you I almost got shot in the head outside of Twisted? No. A couple, what was it, back in April? I was out back, and what? I went I went out back in the alley, like, uh, where their little, like, art space parking lot is, yeah. where they have the flow jams. I went out back in the alley, and if I had turned my head at this one point, I would have gotten shot in the head. What the fuck? But there was a car, it was right around the boulder shooting that happened a couple months ago. Yeah. It was that same week, like, within the same day, I think, or two days, and pop, 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 right down the alley, like, right past my head. What? The yeah. Because so, you hear it go zing. Yeah, I, 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 it was nighttime, so I didn't see it, but it was yeah. like, boom! Yeah. I was like, uh, it was like five or six shots, and I almost got shot in the head, so I just walked in. I don't, I can't remember if I saw my cigarette in my hand, because I was in shock, and I was just like, drive by, I almost got shot, there's a, Greg was like, come the fucking side. <laughs> and they like locked the doors and shit, wow. but yeah, it's been popping off lately. That's a third drive by I saw. Wow. In Colorado. Colorado. It's it probably because just... somebody misspoke and said Colorado. And they're like, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Are we well, Shelly? We're doing a one o'clock slam. Yeah, yeah. In honor of the old one o'clock slams, which yeah. I think are still going on now. We should boola to Ryan's smile because Ryan has a great fucking smile. Yeah. He really does. All right. To Ryan's smile. To Ryan's smile. To all of the smiles. Boola, a boola. Go ahead. Chug it. Chug it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm so wonky. This is what happens when I try to force comedy. I'm just like cringe. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to talk about a serious issue too. Yes. This Kratom ban thing that may be happening in our country. Yeah, they're trying to do round two. Because remember 2016, there was a huge outcry. And I was actually talking to Wolf about this the other day. He was like, oh, send me the petition. So yeah, the FDA is trying to ban Kratom world fucking wide. Oh, um, not just in our country. No, no, everywhere. Even where it fucking grows. Oh, wow. Which is ridiculous because it's not even in the opiate family. It's in the coffee family. Right. And the thing is, they realize that it's actually helping people. They can't fucking, they can't monitor it. They can't fucking, you know, do, do all, the, it, it's all Big Pharma. It's all that bullshit. So let me pull up the link. There's a Kratom ban petition that's going around. Um, <clears throat> I forget what Ryan just told me, but the FDA got sued, so they extended the petition because it ended on the 9th, but now yeah. it's right. It's, yeah, let me pull it up. Uh, what the hell is it called? Kratom ban. Kratom ban. I don't know. Uh, fuck, we should have been way more prepared for this. Kratom ban petition. Yeah, it's just, it's fucking helping people. And they're pissed about it. They can't, uh, who comments do August, okay, protectkratom.org is where anybody who's listening, all of our three listeners. <laughs> um, I'm actually going to try and get my mom to do this too because she appreciates it even though she doesn't really do it. Oh shit, there's a new petition. Sign this petition, yeah. Yeah, the, and the there's thing also is, a petition um, to make compost available in the city of Denver for apartments and restaurants. Is that not available? Wait, what's that? Like, kind of mandatory. Hmm. <laughs> um, I watched uh, Kiss the Ground last week. I haven't watched a lot of television, but I've watched some this past week mm -hmm. during my boring times. Yeah. And... Um, it was about how important the soil is and all that tilling and the pesticides and the glyphosate and all that is killing the soil, adding carbon <coughs> to it. And the way to help is to have a no-till and grow multiple things and not just one and then allow cows to be on that property. Huh to add to the soil, you know what I mean? And um, and to get compost from different cities, San Francisco's doing it. Okay. And um, yes, collect food scraps and turn it into compost and give the farmers the soil. So it's now being proven that if the soil, um, the soil can get, can take carbon out of the air and transfer it back into the soil. That's fucking that's wild. all good. Wow. So that seems to like be a solution for the problem of the air. And if the soil is going bad, then the rest of the world is going to go bad. 
Do you think that would help with like, so a lot of the fires are still kind of like starting up again. Yeah. Um, they said the smoke cleared out a little bit today, I believe. Um, it but did. But a yeah. lot of a lot of farmers are kind of suffering from all that. Do you think that would help them up in up in the mountains? I think it would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, anything would help at this point. There's fucking apocalyptic shit just stretching out over the past two years. So, yeah, any little bit helps, I'm sure. Okay. Well, that's noted. Damn, yeah. <clears throat> yes, yeah, so um, luckily the petition for at least the Kratom that I know about, the Kratom ban, has been extended. Uh, the possibility of overdose, I'm reading it right here on this website. Oh my fucking God, you cannot overdose on Kratom. What happens is people like die on certain things and Kratom is mixed in and then they blame Kratom. They're just finding any ways to pin Kratom as a lethal substance, which is fucking... Kratom is a substance that should not be taken lightly. Oh, shut the fuck. Oh, Kratom ban. Oh, this is the ban Kratom petition. Whoops. Wrong one. Wrong fucking one. Do not go to that one. See, I should have been way, way more prepared. I just, we just kind of jumped into our podcast, but I should. Way more porn prepared. Yeah. God damn it. All right. This was sloppy, but next time I'm going to definitely uh, prepare a little bit more with better info. But yeah, no. Do not ban Kratom. Please do not ban Kratom. My God, it's actually helping people. But in 2016, there was a huge outcry. And what Wolf pointed out to me the other day is like, you know, that was in 2016. More and more people know about Kratom and know the benefits of it. And yeah. it's going to be like triple, if not quadruple, that amount of people like backlashing people saying ban Kratom. They're going to be like, no, like the number, the numbers are a little bit more like, you know, up there with people saying, please do not. So it's, yeah, they just need to not fucking ban it. Like it's helping people. My God, I'm just... This world is going to shit. Oh, there I go, talking like that old person I didn't want to be. This damn world! Just let I us just, have our plants! I just don't understand this new world. Mm, new world order, but yeah, I mean, that's a bit... <laughs> Come on now, that's a different topic for a different time. Alright, well, I think we're going to stop here. Yeah, if we have anything brilliant to say, at least for me, you always have something nice to say, but I'm just the peanut gallery. But if I have anything brilliant to say, we'll log back on and, and chat. Yeah, I would say hug a friend. Yes, please hug a friend or a pet or a lizard or or a bag of kratom while you still can. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's going to get banned. I think we'll be fine. Cool. Okay. <laughs> it's Saturday the 14th. Oh.